doesn't. It's not going. <laughs> All right, Jimmy said to give it three seconds. I gave it five. Hard three, hat time. Three, three. Let's go. Hard hat time. Look, I can't even feel this. This is what this is. This is after a game three win. This is how you feel. Hard hat. Three and zero series lead for the Boston Celtics. None they of came to work tonight. They came to work on a Saturday night, and John, we came to work on a Saturday night. Let's get yep. into it. None of you pessimists believe this was possible, but here. The, the, haters, the haters, the haters, the haters have no watching anymore. The haters, the haters have no, are. the haters have no place on this show. Okay, we don't want you here. We don't want you. We don't want you here. Go <laughs> take the off. Players, okay? Get them out of here. Get, the get them out of here. Okay, the Dudleys, the Bobbies, you know these freaking yeah. negative Nancys. The, yeah, the Bobby Mannings. They won't. They won't make it. They won't even make an appearance tonight <laughs> after a game like this. Only we will. Only the true believers will. Only the true believers. Anyway. Hey, round of applause for the 3-0 Celtics here, folks. However, I'm going to pump the brakes because Ben Simmons is returning in game four. <laughs> Wait, Ben Simmons, the guy who's dressed like a clown on the sidelines tonight? That guy? Oh, my he's gonna, goodness. He's going to change his costume and dress up as a basketball player for game four? I don't believe it. Tell me you're not playing without telling me you're not playing. Just, ba <laughs> just based off of his play. Tell me, just based off his attire, it's freaking. Just, you know, hey, it's just wear wearing his clown suit Those to the game. Were, hey, you know, like you did yeah. it, Ben. You dressed up on a Saturday night in New York. Like, if that was the goal, then you crushed it. Yeah. But the Celtics oh, came God. to play, and they they took care of business. And as Sherrod Blakely so eloquently said after Game Two. Um, they snatched their souls tonight. The, the the Brooklyn Nets, as we know them, are dead and gone. They're dead. It's just a matter of dead. You know, semantics at this point. It's a matter of dead. time. The Brooklyn <laughs> Nets. Blake Griffin did everything he could to revive uh, the Nets in the fourth quarter, but Jalen Brown had other plans. And I said yeah. on Twitter, we officially have to talk about Jalen Brown tonight, and we just did. So we're good. We just we just we're good. We're good. That's um, all we need. So shout out to Jalen Brown and shout out to the Boston Celtics. They I will are, say, you know, someone, someone tweeted that, you know, like when you get those Ben Simmons moments, like you're a Nets team and something like that happens, he plays with energy. He ties up Jason Tatum, you know, good, a couple good hustle plays, knocks down those threes, stuff like yep. that normally like is game changing, um, you know, and it turns the series uh, or it turns the game. But every single time that they did that, um, the Celtics responded, uh, primarily uh, Jalen. So, um, yeah, that was it. I mean, so they had the answer. Uh, Bruce Brown, same exact thing. I, I tweeted this jokingly, but Bruce Brown goes off in the second quarter and Peyton Pritchard matches him bucket for bucket. The thing that was actually said on a national television broadcast by Mike Breen was J – Peyton Pritchard and Bruce Brown dueling it out of here in the second quarter. I'm like, what planet are we on? I know. How do we get here? <laughs> oh my God. Um, but hey, shout out Peyton Pritchard too. I mean, a couple of big boy, little Sam Cassell level type shots from Peyton Pritchard tonight. So um, he did that in game two as well. So everything they needed. And like <laughs> the much ballyhooed return of Rob barely made an impact. I mean, he was in there, you know, if I'm going to nitpick, I really wanted Ime to play the starters. Um, 
You know, that was 15 minutes. Exactly what some of us on spaces thought he would play. Yeah. 15 to 18. We said he may said 20. I thought, I thought he was setting him up to start him in the second half, but he just, I test. He looked no different, you know, like maybe it looked like he hadn't played basketball in a little while, but he looked exactly the same, you know, sort Mm -hmm. of guy, Uh, you know, catching a lob, blocking a shot, active spry jumping all over. He just looked like he was moving well. So, I mean, what he may said is he plays a little bit here and he plays a lot more in the next game. (laughs) So I think at this point you just take the shackles off and you go back to the, the death lineup with the starting five, which again, I wanted to see it tonight because I wanted them. I wanted them to start the third with it and just choke the life out of them, you know, and just put the clamps down. Didn't need to. uh, And it worked out with what they were doing, but that's fine. Yeah. When Rob was out there though, I didn't, I didn't see him like, not look like Rob. I mean, I'm not saying he was jumping through the roof, but he, the way he was moving out there, I would never have known that he was just, you know, back after a few weeks off, you know? So um, I thought that, you know, it it feels like they didn't rush him back. He didn't play uncomfortable. Like it feels like everything was done the way it was supposed to be by the book. And now the Celtics, um, you know, knock on wood, have Rob Williams back for the, for the rest of this playoff run and however long it goes. And if that is the case, I don't know how, and I'm not trying to jump too far ahead here, but I will jump too far ahead here. Based on the way the East looks right now, I don't know how you can pick against the Celtics all the way th- into the NBA Finals. And we well, can talk about that at another at another yeah. time. But yeah. you know, the way that things are shaking out with you know the Bucks have you know Middleton's down for a bit, the Sixers, Embiid's got this you know thumb issue. I think you know, there's done. like other teams are like the 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 luck is going the other way for other teams right now. So. It feels like the Celtics, and again, I'm knocking on wood. I want people to know I'm knocking on wood this whole time because I don't want to be blamed for this. It feels like the Celtics, after a few years of bad luck, I'm knocking on wood as I say this. It feels like they, they have some luck going, the luck of the Irish, if you will, going in their direction right now. That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not going to bring it up again. I'm just going to say that's the way it feels over the last couple of days. Gotcha. Just um, updating the people at home. We have Sherrod Blakely, Bobby Manning, Joe Sway Pavone all hanging out. In Brooklyn, uh, Sherrod's going to jump on in a couple of minutes. Uh, Bobby and Josue are <laughs> in the locker rooms right now, talking to the players. They'll jump on we, here. We they told will... Bobby, we told Bobby, he's got to get his ass onto this show a hell of a lot sooner than he did in Game Two. There's a lot of people clamoring for Bobby and Josue. Josue got there sooner than Bobby, so we'll give him a pass. But these yeah. guys better get their asses into their seats and get on the show and give us. Sherrod, we'll give him a break because he started the show with me. He put up with me for about 45 minutes straight without those guys. So we'll give him a we'll give him a little pass. But those guys better get uh, onto the show sooner than later because we have yeah. a lot to discuss. There's a lot to discuss. I don't even want to start getting deep into stuff. I, I, we're just kind of like glossing over some of the you know the, the the headlines here. But there is a ton to discuss. Kevin Durant look indecisive. The clamps down on him. He's just not aggressive. Right now, <laughs> Kyrie. Kevin Durant, is, Kevin Durant is thinking about. I think Kevin Durant is thinking about like a beach somewhere. Maybe I don't Cabo, think he's maybe, given up. I think he's really frustrated. No, I, think I just he's think he's, I think he's about had it. I think he's about had it with with what he's got here. Yeah, with the Nets. I mean, he's doing everything he can. I mean, but it's just what else can he do? The Celtics are, you know, they they're they're pounding him. They're they're getting into him. Durant's not getting as enough help that he needs. You know, Bruce Brown, credit to him. He's doing everything he can. But the Nets just aren't talented enough to overcome what the Celtics are doing. And Steve Nash isn't, uh, you know, 
I guess, smart enough or experienced enough head coach to really do anything other than just say, you know, roll the ball out there and say, all right, like superstar, you know, try to do your thing. I mean, hell, Kyrie Irving didn't even think they needed a coach last year. And and, and here they are begging Steve Nash to, you know, figure out why Ime Udoka has all the answers to the test. And he doesn't have anything to, you know, he has no answer to that. Yeah. So um, it was a weird game from a flow perspective. I honestly think with Celtics at any point in time, if they just had a fo- focused, consistent effort, they could have blown this game out first quarter and the second quarter and the third quarter, <laughs> take a 15 point lead in the fourth, kind of let it slip away. Some sloppy stuff there. Some mm-hmm. Celtics didn't even play uh, their, their best game. And it really never felt like they were threatened. You know, um, it's, it was better team playing worse team. Uh, and that's just what it was like all game. Uh, there was just, you never felt, I, what's so weird is like, I think what everyone, you know, not everybody, a lot of people, I told you, but like, you know, the, the Durant Kyrie thing, you know, it's just that law of averages. Like after Durant had the game that he had last game and, you know, just the series that he's had, it's just kind of like, they're not going to be able to keep the lid on them all of this time. Right. Right. And, and they did again, you know, um, and it's just, I, I'm not going to say surprising. Becoming it's the just, rule now. But nobody does that to Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Right. And like the, the last time they the last time they faced Kevin Durant in the regular season, he put up 37 points. So, you know, it's not like, you know, you know, the, the, of course they have a great defense. He's still Kevin freaking Durant. He just looks off and lost. And you know, they're frustrating the hell out of him. You know, they're playing really smart with the doubles coming all the time just not letting him get to his spots and where he wants to go. Um, and, I mean, it was just – he just five field goal attempts in the first half. He's just not – I think he was three of five in the first half. He's just not – like, you're never going to win a game if you're the Nets. You have those two players. And, yeah, granted, you got those monster efforts from Bruce Brown, and then, you know, you get the little spark from that. But those guys are never going to win this – they're I mean, never going to win it for you. Ron, it, it, it's simple as this. Kevin Durant took 11 shots tonight. I, that's and what I mean. I, Insane. And, and, Th- that's and, the case. Again, and, and it's not like he went to the line 20 times like he did game two. He went to the line no. twice. Like, if Kevin Durant <laughs> is taking 11 shots, I don't care if he hits all 11. Like, that's a win. You know, like, like the fact that you're even limiting the field goal attempts tells me that you've just broken this guy. You've broken this. this. That's what I mean. Is he, the net, uh, the, like, the offense is completely in sh- I mean, Blake Griffin – was pulling shots out of his ass tonight in the fourth quarter. That's how, like how desperation mode they were. Like back to back threes, I think. With he a had separated him. shoulder, I think too, from yeah. running into Grant early. You know, credit to Blake Griffin. I mean, like he's he's he got an opportunity. He made the most of it. But the fact that Kevin Durant took eleven shots tonight just tells me. And I'm I'm already past the point where I'm not even saying like, what's wrong with Kevin Durant? Like I'm at the point where I'm like, the Celtics are are seriously limiting this guy they're 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 defending him the, the way where he's just not able to be kevin durant this series it's i'm sure he's going to have an, an unbelievable 2022 slash 2023 regular season and maybe in the playoffs but like right now in this postseason like he's toast he's done he's he's you know he's he's on a, he's on a team that needs to go through some changes i think in the offseason and and it's over for him and the celtics are <laughs> right. figuring him out and if if what the celtics are doing in this um series is the blueprint um moving forward for other teams then maybe life will be a lot more difficult Durant probably won't be I know he's extremely talented but for this series anyways um they have figured him out and yeah tonight was tonight tonight was the the best example of that really it yeah, really was 
I never saw that coming because you figured, you know, Durant might try to force his way into more stuff. I was really, really right. surprised at how passive, how indecisive he looked. He was going places. He was kicking it out, you know, yeah. to, to different guys. And I mean, the game plan worked. It's fine. I dare you. Those guys can if those guys beat us. Great. We'll tip our hats. You can have all the Bruce Brown, Patty Mills, Blake For Griffin, sure. open right. looks if you want. And that's about it. And if not for unforced turnovers by the Celtics, I know Brooklyn turned it over more times, but the Celtics also create pressure. Brooklyn creates none. Celtics gave it away without any uh, defensive pressure too many times and then just let up a bunch of really lazy offensive rebounds. If not for those trash points, this was a 25-point game. I mean, they, they, it wasn't even – it really didn't feel close. It didn't feel close. You're right. I mean, com completely. And and it – it was even closer like at the end of the fourth quarter when they, you know, they played a little sloppy to close out the game. Um, it just felt like even when the Nets climbed a little bit back into, into it, Celtics would like Jalen Brown, whoever it was, you know, Tatum, they just did what they needed to do to pull the pull away again. You know, it felt like they were in control for the majority of this game. And this was a different vibe than the first two games, obviously, because in the first two games, they needed to come back in the second half. It felt like the Nets kind of, um, especially in game two, they set the tone early on. It was, it was a Celtics comeback and, and, you know, sort of, you know, wake up and play harder than them in the, in the second half. But tonight it was pretty much from start to finish. They had a nice little lead and I know the Nets made it, made it a um, nice little comeback in the second quarter to end it into the second half. But again, it didn't, it didn't ever, like you said, John, it didn't really ever feel like the Celtics were in trouble or that they were Never. going to blow this game and, and the Nets were going to come back and make this a series. And then, in that fourth quarter, I never had, I never once was like, oh, here come the Nets. It just felt like what an incredible. It didn't feel, yeah. Credit exactly. to Jalen Brown. He was going toe to toe with, with Blake for a minute there, but he just, like, they just took on this, I don't know, this attitude, this, this mentality where it was like, they're going to win this game. They're going to keep this lead at a healthy <laughs> distance. And, and right. they closed it out. And that's, you know, like, I think the dagger shot was, with about three or four minutes left in the game. That yeah. Was it. Yeah. Rob is at the podium. That always makes us happy. He looks happy and he's saying that he's, uh, he he's feels happy good. Happy and healthy. Yeah. Happy and healthy and smiling uh, and felt great uh, in his game. And again, this is just scratching the surface here um, in terms of, uh, in terms of, you know, his contributions uh, and again, didn't even really get to see him out with the full start. He starters. wasn't worried about the knee. It looks like he said. Yeah. Yeah. So all good, so, all good things uh, from the Part of this. Part of this what? Are you frozen right now? After the second game saying things like, oh, it's their time and this is their window and they've arrived. And then you've got KD game like joking with Tatum about the foul that was um you know that they reviewed and uh and like almost kind of like not mad that he's losing almost kind of like just bummed that it was like he's like yeah he's better than me now you know who, who are you talking about you froze on me and i had no idea what you're talking about and now you're muted i i like something's going on with you i think <laughs> i just I'm just going to stand. I'm just going to sit here and nope, you're muted. You're still muted, dude. Still muted. <laughs> All right. John, John Zanis is muted, everybody. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to sit here solo. 
Um, Celtics with a big win tonight, 109-103. They take a 3-0 series lead as John Zanis looks around um, completely confused. Uh, I don't know what his deal is. Um, I'm going off the graphic here, 50% tonight, 30% from three. 26 assists, 14 turnovers. And I will say this, um, it felt like, and I've said this earlier, it just felt like the Celtics were in control tonight from start to finish. A different vibe in this game than the first two. And the reason being, I would, John, are you back? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Sorry about that, guys. I'm going on a little soliloquy here on, on the, the recapping of the game and that they took a 3-0 series lead um, and how this game kind of felt different than the first two. And and I think that's a that's a great thing, first of all, because you get the sense that this team is getting stronger. Like they're they're actually like tonight, tonight they they, you know, I know it was it had sloppy moments and and you know, you look at the score and it looks like it's a close game, but I actually felt more confident about this game than the first two because this was a complete game from start to finish. <laughs> we didn't see that in the first two games. What are you chuckling at? Me? Yeah. People are making fun of me. People are making yeah. fun of my joke. Yeah, my joke. Me, probably. My Brockton Wi-Fi issues, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, well, you know what, dude? I just had to, like, ramble for two minutes because of that, so. You did okay. You Why don't you talk now? Why don't you say something? Anyway, what I was saying is it feels You're like a passing on, of the torch. What are you chewing on? Were you snacking in the middle of the show? It felt now, like a passing of the torch. Like, Durant is kind of like, yeah, Tatum's probably better than me now. You know, like, we talked about, we talked about it last year, right? And, like, it seemed improbable, right? This notion that, like, Jason Tatum... That's the guy he's got to be like, and he's nowhere near him, right? That was last year, and that was the consensus. And not only was that the consensus, the consensus was that he – honestly, it's going to be hard to get there because it's Kevin freaking Durant. He got there in a year. Um, He got there – yes, I was fasting. I'm fasting, guys. (laughs) Anything but fasting as far as I'm – For the people out there um, who know what that means. But, yes, anyway, so – um, that's kind of the vibe I got here. It's like, they know it's over and they're like, all right, well, you guys are good. And I guess I kind of like you, you know? Um, and that's, I, I think the Nets are, they're done. They're done, they're done competing. Yeah, they are done. I mean, they, they, yeah. they, and, and listen, we're going to have to hear it when Bobby Manning comes on the show. Cause he's going to tell us how wrong we were and how right he was. And there's nothing I hate more than that. And I'm going to have to sit here and listen to him say it. Because he did, to his credit, say that the Nets, you know, weren't going to be able to compete with the Celtics. They don't play defense, all these things, and that the Celtics were going to beat them in, I think he said, four or five. And it's looking like he's right. Sherrod said five. I said seven. I think you – I don't even know what you said. You you had a thousand words on – on. I think the Celtics were going to beat the Nets. In I your, did say in your, in your article. Um, so I'll give you that. But – yeah, I mean, it's it's. I thought they would struggle, and again, it could have easily been a split coming out of that one. And my prediction was Rob returns earlier than we thought, and they win every game since. But they won the first two, and at this point, I, there's just you know what was clear after the first two games: the Nets were never going to be able to string four games together. Impossible, you know, whether they won one, whether they won two, but you could see it. Like they can't sustain it. They need the Celtics to go ice cold and KD and 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 Irving to to be on fire. Um, for an entire game, and then they'd have to do it four times. It just the Celtics just apply too much defensive pressure. They're going to stay in every single game. They'd have to just literally be just total dog shit on offense, game after game after game to lose these, and it's just not going to happen. I saw a stat today when the five starters play, <laughs> all, all five when Rob uh, with yeah. Smart Horford, um, 
if the Celtics score at least 100 points, they're 21 and 0 over the last 21 games. So that's basically the defense is going to hold the other team under 100 when those guys are in there, and they just got to get to 100. It's really not asking that much. They they don't even have to play outstanding defense. They just have, I mean, the offense. They just have to be okay. And so it, it's just it, it's. Brooklyn's never going to be able to pull it together. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Here's a... Here's a uh... A statement from our good friend Paul. Oh, there it is. I was literally just going yeah. to read it. It's so funny. I'm like, who do you think? Who did Paul Pierce say this to? What's his audience like? To uh, to like some some strippers on Instagram or? I'm glad that you posted this comic. Is did he Nick just turn? Did he just Nick turn to the to just turn to the lounge dancer next to him and say this? <laughs> no, he said it to Nick Gelso himself. I'm glad you posted <laughs> Gelso's um, comment because he tweeted me the quote, and I was going to read. Are you tweeting me the tweet? texted me the tweet and I was going to read it out, but there you go. I'm, I'm wondering what people are thinking about this. I like half jokingly kind of said it after I think game two and I'm still, I like, listen, I'm not saying that Jason Tatum is Kevin Durant, but you'd, you'd be blind if you, if you didn't think that, you know, Tatum has had a much better, I mean, everyone knows Tatum has had a much, much, much better series than Kevin Durant and Tatum is on the up and up and Kevin Durant. I'm not saying he's on the decline, but let's be honest. He's on, you know, he's on the other side. of Well, on the back nine. Yeah. Yeah. And on the back you know, nine, following an Achilles injury that yeah, normally messes with, to, you know, yeah. wake, wake the beast up here. I mean, I, I think we can all agree that, that, you know, Jason Tatum is, is hashtag next. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the idea here is that he's going, going to be one of those guys, one of the Kevin Durant's of the future or present in this case. <laughs> yeah. Present, Speaking present. of Kevin Durant of the present, Ashrod Blakely folks. From the media room in Brooklyn, looking, What's up, guys? looking dapper. You guys hear me okay? Yeah. Oh, we, we got you. Right. We got us. I got you loud and clear, and we got the Celtics loud and clear. Mike, what's your goodness. what's your main takeaways here? We've kind of just been dancing around some stuff, waiting for you guys to jump in here. Uh, but you, you know, go ahead, Sherrod. What kind of stood out to you about tonight? Well, big thing for me that stood out was Jason Tatum. Uh, it's it's not even about next, Jimmy. It's now. He, he's there. Um, he has, in this particular series, the way he has not only scored the ball, but the way he's defended, the way he... Jim, the, Jimmy left a, just as you addressed him. It, of course, of course, because that's just, that's homeschool for you. That's what happens when you go to homeschool. Um, Jimmy just, he's thing, like, Jimmy, let me tell you something. And Jimmy just got up. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. I had to yell at people on, downstairs because they're freaking, no, the, the, they're the, being disrespectful the, the, to my guy, Sherrod. That's why I had to yell at him. There, the one thing about Tatum, and I don't think people really saw this uh, tonight, but when he was called for that foul on Kevin Durant late in the game, he went ballistic. He was so pissed. And he only, it was like his second or third foul. Um, but it was also the first time Kevin Durant might go to the free throw line. And to me, it's little things like that that it made it pretty clear to me that this was a big freaking deal game for him. Not just because he could give him a 3 0 series lead, but it would continue this trend of, if we're being honest and keeping it 100, he's outplayed Kevin Durant in this series. 
I mean, that's that's not an exact. You look at the numbers, you look at the impact, and bottom line, you look at the wins. He, in fact, Bruce Brown has been the best player on the Brooklyn team in this series. By I far. mean, not just outplayed Sherrod. I mean, that's what we talked about. Is at the begin. This Jimmy and I were just saying this at the end of last year. We talked about you know, and when they'd face a guy like Kevin Durant, you'd say like, that's if the Celtics are going to get somewhere, Tatum's got to be that guy. And a lot of us were like. That's almost that's almost impossible. That's asking maybe too much for him. Um, and let's not. I know uh, right now you watch Durant struggle, and people will say things like he's been playing 15 years. You know he's getting a little older. X Y Z. This guy was in the thick of the MVP race before he got hurt, and honestly mm-hmm. would be a first team All NBA player if he doesn't get hurt. Very likely this year. So yeah. he was still playing all world level basketball most right. of the year. Right. And. All, and it- yeah, he just he ended up missing 30 games because of injury, 25, 30 games. So there's no question that this was the real deal. Uh, and Duran, you know, is still can still do it. And Tatum, as we said, kind of it, this felt like a pass. This whole series is feeling like a passing of the torch sort of thing from yeah. from, it is. <laughs> from really Kyrie Irving's comments the other day about like it's these guys and they've arrived and like we're friends now and can you guys give me a tribute video um no and, uh, just and, kidding no. everybody i want to be back in the Celtics. just kidding uh and then and then durant being pals with you know this and that i, I think they kind of see it like yeah these guys got us they got our number here you know yeah yeah and and, and it doesn't hurt the fact that uh the celtics are going against a team with a coach who just doesn't know what the hell he's doing robert um, Oh my hey, God. Hey, you got me? Yeah, oh we got you. Sherrod, where was this guy after game two? Now look at him. He's jumping to get on the show all of a sudden. Look at this guy. Better setup here. <laughs> yeah, I can oh, bounce yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth. Good. All right. So, um, jump anyway, in, Bobby. Jump in. Who talked so far? I saw Rob. Rob talked. He may talk. So we'll wait on the, the Brown. The Brown Tatum wait is underway. If you know, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a what 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 a resounding exclamation point on this series! All those dunks, runouts, steals at the end. That fourth quarter was effectively a rout, and Brooklyn was hanging right there. They had a chance to strike back, and they just never <laughs> were able to string together enough stops. And that was my overwhelming sentiment coming into this series. You can't be a team with no defensive identity and expect to win at the highest level against one of the best teams in the NBA. And that's clearly what the Celtics are with Rob. Without Rob, Rob helped a little bit tonight, but this was effectively a continuation of what they've done without him. And they're going to sweep this series. The Nets just got nothing left, and you saw the exhaustion set in. Blake Griffin just talked a little while ago about the spirit not being right with the Nets, and that's He's right. not difficult to imagine after blowing a 17-point lead in Game 2. Yeah, but I think that the bigger issue with, with this Brooklyn team, besides their defense, which has been putrid this series, it's been putrid all season, they're not getting the kind of offensive firepower that they're used to. I mean, and the Celtics have been able to neutralize their number one and number two options, and we rarely see that in a playoff series. where a team 11 top- shots! 11 oh, shots yeah. for Kevin Durant! And you know what? I got some stuff First to say about Durant. Through the fourth quarter. So, First free throws for Durant didn't come to the four. Exactly, and that was on the on the on the on the challenge. The yeah, and that was that was questionable. I, I thought I thought Tatum got all ball, but you know, I guess yeah. there was a little bit. Of, little anyway. risk. Everyone matter. wanted the high five, but it was a little here. Anyway, Bobby, what's your what's your Durant theory? I think Bobby wants to go ether on Durant right now. Is that he's, true? About yeah. to, he's, he's about to say some stuff. He's about to go nuts. The first two games, I think you can credit Boston and being physical, laying into him. 
tightening up the lane, all the different stuff we've talked about. He was passive tonight. He was passive, My Lord, but all indecisive was he out too. Of the game, yep, just completely out of the action, dumping off to Brown whenever the pressure came, tentative, and with no real confidence in his shot too. When the crowd right. formed around him, he he looked like he lacked confidence, and that's the first time I can really ever say that about him. I don't think I can yeah. ever in his career point to a moment where he looked like this and it was right. bad in games one and two it somehow got worse here and i thought he was just passive the word he defer like to bruce who, brown yeah. nick claxton yep yeah. he looked like someone who was just mentally defeated that yeah. the, the skills are still there because if you look at his shooting he was still a very efficient shot maker but he didn't take that many shots he wasn't assertive it was almost as if he was just saying look I've been carrying this, this team all damn year. Can someone besides Bruce Bowen give, give us something? Kyrie, can you give us something other than yeah. flipping off fans? Can you do something that can just take some of the pressure on me? Because I'm tired. And he, he looked like someone yeah. just mentally fatigued. Yeah. That's spot on, Sherrod. That's spot on. It felt like he had the body language of someone that was like, make make it worth it. You know what I mean? Like, like put right. me in the position to, to close this out or actually win a game. But until, until we reach that point, you know, I'm going to just be not – not just passive, but sort of like almost reluctant in a way. I mean, he did pick a spot when he wanted to attack, but I, I felt like he wasn't forcing the issue. He just wasn't – he wasn't the playoff Durant. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just right. felt like he wasn't out for the kill like he typically is. Like, the one of the greatest scoring – He wasn't scoring, Durant. He wasn't regular season Durant. Yeah. Preseason Durant. I don't even think this was an exhibition season. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 11 shots. No, for real. I mean, he's, he has quarters where he takes more than that many shots, exactly. uh, let alone a game. It was, yeah. But, but let me tell you, I tell you right now, eight, though. Eight attempts? Yeah. He's still one of the best players pound for pound on the planet. Don't don't let this, this series fool you. He's still a badass man out there. Uh, but it's I just crazy. Think right there, yeah, but he's got enough heart for this one, though. Like, does he have enough heart to? to I mean, look, he tweet? almost I mean, sing, he almost single handedly got them through Milwaukee last year with kept with Harden on one leg, uh, and uh, Kyrie had rolled his ankle, so he was out, and he just took it. He, he said, "Get on my, you know, jump on my back, boys," and and he play, you know, so we saw it. I mean, right. that's we a saw motivated Durant. We saw it right. very re- we saw it very recently, but this feels like one of those seasons where Kevin Durant probably can't wait for it to be over um you know from the drama exactly you know harden his injury the simmons situation here Kyrie just being a a wacko and and it just not none of this being anything that he signed on for he loses a year to an achilles he he, last year everything goes wrong with injuries late and then this year submarined by harden and uh and Kyrie. um he just he looks like he's like uh you know I, I should have stayed in Golden State. Let's just end this. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the body language. Yeah. I, it's like, um, why did I, the, not, these guys yeah. are going to win another. Imagine what they do if I right. was there. Oh, my God. And it just, it just snowballed from the beginning, right? First, it was just yeah. like, okay, Kyrie, you know, he's going to be on that stance. Hopefully, things change with the CDC. Let's just see what happens. And then James Harden wants out. It's like, wait, what the – this isn't what I signed up for, guys. Like, what's going on? Look at Boston. They're getting better over there. Like, you know what I mean? And I felt like when Kyrie was allowed to play home games again, there was that window of opportunity for them. And they, they just finished the season strong. 3,000. But that continuity. Sorry. <laughs> right? We got 3,000 3, in the both rooms. I just wanted to celebrate. Oh, 3, I was looking at the counter. Right. Yep. Yep. 
There's only the fifth. That that's a first timer, I think. Right, that's John? a first timer. Yeah, it's a first timer. Hey, we, they, welcome, we just, welcome everybody. Good time welcome. to introduce us all, John. Yes, I'm gonna welcome no, back no, John. Yeah. Pretend, pretend it happens quick. all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. Real quick, no, but real quick. Hold real on, let me finish this, Bobby. No, real, real quick, quick, real quick, real quick. Me, real quick. Me, real quick. Hold on, let me say something. Regular season, ten and five, right? Wait, 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 wait. Real quick, real quick. That doesn't make up for continuity against the best defense in the NBA. That doesn't make up for going up against Tatum and Brown, you know, in this newfound, you know, they've seen the light now on both ends of the floor. And what an example of that by Jason Tatum in particular today, right? Man, I've never seen Tatum play defense like that. Like, like just every single play, it. never taking one off. Like, you know, I asked Ime about it. Ime was just like, well, yeah, he's been doing that all season long. I'm just like, uh, yeah, but, you know, something, something's changed in the last couple of weeks. I, I, I thought tonight in game three was the best example. It really you know, yeah, not just because he had he's playing, not just because he had six steals either. You know, it's just defense. He was just so everywhere, man. The this is like change. Go ahead, Bobby. It went to the next level because he's playing a listless team that's sloppy, that isn't connected, that has no. And he discipline. smells it. He knows yep. it. He and knows they the vibes. All over he knows them. the vibes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you saw Brown drop yeah. a pass at one point. Like it was just a mess. And like you, after a two-zero series lead formed after blowing a seventeen-point lead. This is why I started to talk about sweep because when you lose in that fashion, when you have Durant playing like he did in Boston, you just start to see a team that's started to crumble a little bit in the second half of the season and lose one of its star players at the midway point. This all had the makings of everybody on Brooklyn just saying, maybe this just isn't our year and we, we might just pack it in here. And I don't think they completely packed it in here, but once they took a punch, once they took two punches, all well, those turnovers, I that's just, the Celtics. The second right. half they faded. This yeah. is what's different about the Celtics over, um, you know, in the past is <laughs> all of those runs, those punches, the, uh, the Blake Griffin run, things like that. Those are normally the types of things that would tip games in the other team's favor and the Celtics wouldn't recover from them. Every single time the Nets have something for them, they come right back. Every time yeah. the Nets, every time the Nets got it to three or four Celtics pushed it right back to nine and Nash is calling a timeout every time they have an answer. And that's the best part. And in fact, if they didn't get casual sometimes when they were at 10, 11, 12 points, they could have pushed this thing into the 20 point realm and, 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 and cruised right. a little bit. They did get a little passive. They did their offense broke down a little. They took some sloppy shots that were careless with the ball, but they could have, they could have, you know, they had an answer for everything the Nets did. That's got to be demoralizing too. You're Brooklyn. You think you're coming back and then boom, you know, Brown goes, Brown just goes off there during those Blake Griffin minutes. Um, that was, that was, that was, yeah, that was like a canter stint. I said, like, oh, he, he made a few threes, but look what's happening on the other end. And the Celtics were like, please keep shooting. The next time he got it after he made two threes, every Celtic was like, they backed up like 15 feet. They're like, yeah, go again. Right. <laughs> Take we've, all been in those, like, we've all been in those like rec, rec league games where it's like, no, this dude, just give him the ball and just like, please go in. Just yeah. Learning about that. Yeah. That was By the, the way, fifth, only the fifth time Durant took five, uh, 11 shots or fewer this season crazy yeah i mean we said it off the top Bobby. i mean the, the fact that it's 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 the attempts that tell the story i mean the fact that they, they're at a point now where they're even preventing durant from even getting shots off is unbelievable yeah yeah, yeah i think some yeah. of it's the celtics some of it's Seriously. them do you think ben simmons should have dressed differently tonight yeah <laughs> he didn't look like a guy who was about to come and save the team in game four. 
Well, we can oh, talk about that. Close, close to being. I mean, that that's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Like if they go, went down, with Mary J. Blige. If they went <laughs> down 0-3. I had a hard time imagining him coming back, and I, I definitely do not see him playing. But I've never is... seen Mary J. Blige more than I did tonight <laughs> on the television screen. I cannot figure that out. I don't know what they were saying, but they could not stop showing her on the TV screen. She looked good. It's no, funny. I have no problem with it, but no, it's funny because I'm seeing. I saw the comments on on Twitter, but they didn't put her onto the they didn't put her on the big screen until like the fourth quarter. And they yeah. they do this segment <laughs> where they they point out the celebrities in the house or whatever. And it was like yeah. she was like the seventh person. I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> Hundred um, times. On the hold on one second, guys. Sherrod, talk real quick. I want to make sure we can hear you. No, we lost you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave and come back. I thought I thought I saw you trying. I didn't see it. Uh, leave and come back if, if you can. Sherrod has something to say about Mary J. I'm sure about Mary J. But, um, you know, we talked about the, the Simmons thing is interesting because, um, it's really not. No, no, no. Here's why. You're Maybe really not sure. now. Hold Maybe on. Sherrod, now, go ahead. Bobby, Time out guys. So hold on one second. Sherrod. No, nope. nothing. We don't have you check no, the no. settings and jump back in. I don't know why it's not. John, I'm, I, Might be that, uh, plug it in, unplug it and plug it in type situation. Turn it off and on. Blowing it. Blowing it. Yeah. John, I, I, I don't think we've ever I don't think we've ever I don't think we've ever talked more about a more inconsequential player. Like he's just not good enough for how much we've obsessed over him for a year. When's he gonna come back? Where's he gonna go? Where's he gonna fit? What's he gonna do in the series? Yeah, used to be. I didn't think he was good enough for that trade. You guys know how I felt about that. That's the key phrase, Jimmy. Guys, we don't know what he is at this. Okay, point. I, I, I get it. I get oh, it. Oh, J- John's uh, gonna be talking to ten years from now. Remember? I know, I mean, just <laughs> come on. It's somewhere in the middle, and it's not. I mean, you don't have to go to. He's an absolute bomb, and he can't do anything. He's a disappointing player. He may not want to play. He may not have any heart. He may be honestly afraid to go out there and to do whatever it takes because he's afraid to fail. All of these things might be true, but he was also an all-star last year and two-time deep all-defensive player the last couple of years. He's a three-time all-star. Like, he does – he's not awful. Just stop We're using awful. a lot of past tense, John. We're not. This was the last time we saw him. <laughs> he was an all-star basketball player. It's not that past tense. The most recent version of him is an all-star. So it's not ridiculous. Is he going to help this team? And now he's just no. a clown. Now, now he no. literally dresses like a clown and sits on the bench. Yeah, he's not helping he's this a side team show, literally this year. Him. Exactly. He's and not helping this point team. All he's got What's just, the point? Jester vibes. Jester well, vibes. But – it, the further it went on, the more it became clear, right? For a while, it was like, okay, let's see what happens. And then we start getting later in the year, we're like, he's going to play, right? And then it was like, okay, he's still not ready. And then on and on it goes. And then we enter the playoffs and we're like, he might not be ready for the start of the playoffs. What's going on? The thing that clinched it all is the game four, not game three. You've got to be kidding me. He's physically ready to play in two days, but he wasn't tonight with your season on the line. If this guy matters... He's got to play, and so and if he doesn't play tonight, it's too late. John, see you next. See you next year. Useless. Yeah. Useless. Yeah. He's not going to throw him into this. An exhibition. It might be good for him to get some burn. It's a meaningless game. Uh, In that sense, you might as well throw him out there and see if he can still uh, dribble the ball a little bit because it's a meaningless game. I mean, even if the Nets win it, I mean, we're just you know semantics at this point. It's just a matter of time. 
Joe Sway, I right. think you were. The whole thing is a disaster. The Nets front office should be all collectively be fired, every single one of them, for how they screwed <laughs> up this season. Seriously, it's colossal failure on the Nets front office part. You traded James Harden, um, and I know that there were issues internally with Harden and, and everything, but you literally traded him away, and you traded for a player who never played for you. When they made that trade, we all thought that both teams were going to be better. Because I did. Because Let's ben try Sherrod again. Perfect. Hold, hold on. Time out. Sherrod. I got to see if he works. Okay, we don't have him. Sherrod, uh, we still don't have you. <laughs> Nothing. Got to try a different browser. You might have to try a different browser or uh, just check the settings. Input. Make sure make sure you're um you like the mute button. Make sure the microphone isn't on the output. The microphone's gotta be on the input. Jimmy, go ahead. Sorry. I just want to see if we can get Sherrod back. No, you're you're good. I want to get Sherrod back just as much as anybody does. Yeah, Sherrod, you're gonna have to leave and come back. Um, I don't know what's going on here. That's weird. We had you before. Uh Jimmy, go ahead, finish. Um, no, I mean talking about the Nets front office, just I just feel like if that happened in Boston, we would we would we would all have their heads. I mean, we, we would, we would say, how could you, how could you screw up this season? You had a championship caliber roster. You had three of the best players in the NBA. You traded one for essentially nothing. You traded for a guy who was a loser. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, this guy, Ben Simmons is a loser. And I, I, I almost feel bad saying it, but I really don't because I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, hell at one point I had to practically defend uh, the idea of trading Jalen Brown for him, which, listen, I never wanted to do it, but I had to defend the idea of it. Can you imagine if the Celtics did that and the guy just refused to play? I yeah, mean, I don't remember you saying that. That'd be the end Who of said it. that? That's, you that and Bobby said that shit? Yeah. We, that. Yeah. that would we be said it, the end of it. Was that on the so, show? Like, we said it was something that could have potentially saved last year, given his play. We don't, need to, we don't need to dig up the it wasn't this year. No, we don't need to dig up no, the this is No, this is the middle of last year. As long as it wasn't this year. Right. No, it wasn't this year. My point is, okay. my point is the, Nets, the Nets have a just Somewhat. a huge, huge, huge issue on their hands that goes well beyond this series. Oh, don't get me started on them. But I do want to talk about what they're saying in their presser here. Uh, Steve Nash talking about them looking tired. I feel for them, he says, after 40-minute games, Kyrie fasting for Ramadan. Kevin Durant, I'm just thinking too much, to be honest. I don't know what he's thinking about. Passing the That's ball. what good defense does. That's yeah. why it makes you second guess yourself, especially when you're on the verge of. Well, now it's before it was official on the verge of going down 3-0, man. Like again, Bobby, we talked about this throughout the game. We just we've never seen Durant like this. We've never seen him so rattled, and it's a ripple. He's rattled. You know? Look at look at the look at the performance you got from Bruce Brown. I mean, you got guys that like look. I I, I know. You know they're missing the the Joe Harris and you know the the, the those are the role players that used to step up, but. Like the old Durant would have taken that and would have just been more composed, more focused. I felt like if you get the same performance from the other guys, from the role players in game one, there's no way you would see Durant like this. Or even in game two, I just feel like he just, he sort of sees what the future has in store for this team. And he's like, well, if you guys put my, put put ourselves in a position for me to attack in the fourth quarter, then I'll do it. But until that happens, until I see it, I mean, I'm just going to go with the flow here. And I just feel like he was just going through the motions, you know, and, and for somewhat, you could say the same thing for somewhat uh, for, for Kyrie as well, but Kyrie just looked out of sync. You know, it looked like he wasn't even trying to. You know, I, so I let me give let me give Durant this. It's unbelievable. Okay, he had a try 
going to the roll, guys. And I said that after game two. Like, they did it well in the first half of game two, got away from it, and I thought that lost some game two. But here, it, it, you get to a point where it becomes unreliable. Brown was scoring basket after basket. All of a sudden, he's shooting threes off the backboard. Claxton had that nice run that got Brooklyn back into the game. All of a sudden, he's erratic on his layup attempts and missing shots inside back-to-back. That, that sequence really swung the game here. So this is my other criticism of Brooklyn. They never established trust in their role guys to where you can steadily rely on them for a length of a yeah. game. Look at what's happening with Boston here. Tatum's been effectively removed scoring-wise from most of these first halves. In fact, all three. And he's finding Grant. He's finding Horford. Uh, Smart is getting open looks. Brown especially has been the biggest beneficiary of the pressure Tatum's receiving. And they all are just on a string offensively. Brooklyn, (coughs) it's like, all right, I'll try it now this half. Oh, we'll we'll get Brown going this half. Oh, next half, uh, let's try Kyrie. It's just basketball on the fly. And you can just see this group that hasn't played together, hasn't developed the refs. It's pickup ball, Josue. They're running up and down the court. They go four or five minutes without playing defense. More Kyrie Irving here. Celtics have been gelling since Christmas, and the Nets are in a new experience as a group, and we have to respect that. It's just yeah. this isn't how you talk in the postseason. You're talking like no, no. it just isn't right. how you're talking talk. like this is year one, like month one. This is year three for them. Yeah. And, and the it, only I you're know not talking like you're, you're not one, talking but... like you're serious about coming back right now. Um, you're talking about it like you're completely, you know. And Kyrie uh, started that after game two, John. And and Kyrie, you knew where it was going to go with Kyrie. Yeah, I he was expect- talking about continuity at the game too. Yeah. This this wasn't straight up Kyrie quitting, but it was. Um, he was bad t- tonight. It was the type of stuff you expect when a person wants to stop trying, which is a lot of lazy reach-in fouls, fouls. Um, um, and also uh, contest just contested shots. And that's what they're yeah. forcing him to take. Every single shot he takes is a contested two. Um, and that's it. He's just dribbling, and I'm just going to jack it, and whatever whatever happens, happens. Right. It, it, and if it goes in, great. And if it doesn't, uh, we'll just I'll see you next year. And that's kind of where he's at right now. Yeah, it's a mix. It really is. Boston's on their game. Brooklyn, it's not sharp. It's the opposite. Whatever whatever that is. Jimmy, you got a word? Do I have a word? Opposite of sharp. Dull? Oh, that yeah, dull. yeah, dull. Yeah, it's dull. Are we really dull, doing this? Dull it's, team. Flat. it's flat, man. They're lifeless. They're, they're, they're playing. They're, they're done. I mean, What's I the opposite of sharp? <laughs> not sharp? They got they got run off the court tonight in transition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean this is this is the conversation we had. This was why I wanted Brooklyn. It's a flailing group that was ready to crash and burn. And you had to you had to do it. You had to go out there. You had to win some tough games. It wasn't easy early on, but once you did it. They went right into the ground. Well, the, the I'm one gonna say this too. You know what I'm also going to do it's right what, now? It's what Emay wanted. I'm going to call out Kyrie Irving's leadership capabilities. I don't think he has any. None. The comments tonight, the comments after game two, just go just go down the line of past teams with the Celtics. I mean, he wasn't the leader on the cat. LeBron James is what you know is always going to be the leader. Right. On team. I don't know if Kyrie Irving is capable of leading a team. I don't know if he has. No one's mentality. following him. Nobody's yeah, following. I don't him. think. In I don't the think biggest mistake. How does anything? How does anything he said after game two or tonight? How is that something that anybody on your team wants to hear? How is that rallying the troops? How is that 
making the guys believe that you can win or you can make a comeback. It's not like this guy is so not anything capable of, of leading a team or leading a group of people. And like, I'm he just, didn't show up, Jimmy. He didn't show no, up he, for the he, season. He didn't show up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, not only that, not only what he's saying right now, but the fact that he literally didn't play for the majority of the season. I just, it, the, the whole, the whole roster and the whole situation is a disaster. If you're a Nets fan, which you aren't, because I don't know if they actually have Nets fans, but if you're a part owner, if you're a member of the organization, you must be pretty upset because those are really the only people who I think would care at this point. Yeah, but I feel like this was always Durant's team, right? Uh, are we going to see if Sherrod like the... can talk real quick? Durant's team, Josue, but it, 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 as we know, it takes more than one guy to, to win. And right, you... but I don't think Durant realized that that's what he signed up for. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sherrod's swearing right now. Durant <laughs> I don't knew it, Josue. He had yeah, a choice. Yeah, but I don't know. He when... didn't know it before that, Bobby. Why would he go? To, why would he do it if that was the case? I don't think he knew it. I no, think I'm he thought that he... he could be a. You're saying I'm what? saying he had a. I'm saying he had a choice at the beginning of this season when Kyrie didn't show up. If he saw, oh, I thought you were saying that he, he made... knew. He knew that, that Kyrie's going to be that he he knew what he was in for because I don't think he did. I I think he thought it as if I take him under my wing, things will be different. You know what I mean? Maybe we get a third piece, but that's enough. And and then I could put everyone. Yeah. That I don't, I don't need to the join a, a super team to win a championship. It's Dude, the same this... narrative that 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 LeBron did when he went back to Cleveland, and ironically, <laughs> it was Kyrie as his as his, uh, his Kyrie right hand man next to next to Kevin Love. I know we obsess about Kyrie, and everyone's like, "Why do you talk about Kyrie?" Because he's interesting. He's good theater. He's a story with this team, <laughs> and he's a story because he's the reason that this team absolutely collapsed and fell apart. He's the reason James Harden, who was going to hold his nose and see if he could make it work, because they thought they'd win a championship, was like, "Nah, yep, I'm all yep. set. I'm out of here." He's the Yo, reason. Yo, you really not getting vaxxed? All right, I'm. Out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, seriously. But yeah. I'll give him the vax. That's what he said. He's moved the goalposts. Like a hundred times, we don't need a coach. We're being out coached. Okay, we're mm-hmm. a veteran team here, and we just manage ourselves. We can do whatever. Uh, we're we've got a lot of new players. Give me a break with new freaking players. Okay, the yeah. Celtics after the trade deadline had like six players. You six know? new players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like half six, the bench was six gone. Total players. Half the bench was gone. Yeah, right. So whatever. I mean, all of this stuff is. It's just such. And who buys it? That's the whole point is like everything about Kyrie's world is convincing himself. If you say it and yeah. it makes sense, you, you you believe other people would think that it makes sense. But everyone's like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? And that's just so he destroyed this team. This was a super team, super team that should have won two or three championships. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. I don't think a single player. There's, there's probably a handful, one handful, that are in the same league in terms of the destructiveness that he's caused to multiple franchises. Three. Ended the <laughs> Cleveland run by forcing his way out of the Cavs. Maybe the right move because LeBron was on the way out too, but still, it had the impact it did on 18. Boston, we told that story over and over again. And, you know, I'd credit Bob Ryan, who <laughs> when he went to Brooklyn, Kyrie said – this isn't going to be his last stop. And I believe he said as well, like, you know, let, let's see what happens here because Sacramento, Boston, baby. It could end the same way in Brooklyn. But, but it's too late, John. Like, they, they, they can't move him now. Like, they can't move Why on. Why didn't they, they no make better that trade? They should have traded with Sacramento. When All, right. All right. Yes. All right. Sherrod, Sherrod, only, only you for the next 15 minutes go. Nobody else talk. <laughs> Just yeah, well, re- re- really quick, you were talking about Kyrie. 
Just a second ago, just way. Yeah, a little bit. Listen, the, to me, the, the deal that's out there that I think if you're Brooklyn, you need to seriously think about making is your Portland. <laughs> Portland makes Ooh. the most sense. They, they, they've got a. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a uh, lot of sense. But he's got to ass out, though. He'll retire, yeah, well, Sherrod. See, no. Portland might be a good place for him. To, to play. He'll retire. With... He may retire prematurely, but it's not, that, that moment's not right now. No, he's not going to. No. I, 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 I won't believe it until he actually does it. Um, <laughs> I, just think he, I just think he's too talented, too good. And frankly, I think he just loves the attention, um, low-key, that he gets as an NBA player to just walk away. Can't yeah. see it happening. Yeah. Not, this, not, not this soon in his career. No. No. So you're talking no, but Lillard, Lillard for Irving? Something, and I, I couldn't get on early because Jimmy had said something about how they just basically need to blow up the front office and, and listen. Let's let's be let's be honest though. The issue is Kyrie. When you look at all the issues they've had, that's the epicenter of all their problems. So Mark I mean Sean Marks has done what I think you're supposed to do. You're supposed to build a strong team and he did that, but when key pieces of that strength basically implode and you can't control that, how is that on you? Well yeah. part of that Shrada, part of the reason I said that was because they traded James Harden for a player who has not stepped on the court and in doing so essentially ended their season because yeah, I know that there were issues internally with Harden and the team, but like you literally traded him for, for a zero this season when you had a team that many people thought were the favorites to win the title. So in that sense, I feel like, you know, that was a huge whiff on the front they, office's part. They miscalculated how soon he'd be able to help it. Because when they made the deal, you figured that he might get a few games in before the regular season and be ready for the playoffs. I think that was a reasonable expectation. Who would have thought why, that? Though? Why? Yeah, because the he's not because, there mentally. Because like, the, why the, would they because, even think that? Because the thinking was that while he was in Philadelphia, he was having issues not only in terms of the team and the front office and the coaching, but that damn fan base is, is, is it'll, it'll challenge anyone's mental health. Uh, when you think about that Philly fan base, you come to Brooklyn, you're playing with a couple of really, really good players that you can learn from, and you don't have the pressure being a go-to guy that you're going to have in Philadelphia. A lot of things made sense why things would work out better for him in Brooklyn than they did in Philadelphia. But again, if you're if you're Brooklyn, there's no way you could have anticipated that he would not be ready to roll before the playoffs. There was nothing that indicated that. He was ramping up in, in Philadelphia. Yeah, and so... I can't be mad or hate on them or, or want to get rid of them because of, frankly, a miscalculation on their part, which, again, no one would have saw that. No one saw that coming. I'm going to run and grab Jalen. Uh, like, Go ahead, where? Bobby. Do your thing. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, yeah, I don't think I don't think it was smart of them to not see that coming, though. I'm like, at best, you're going to get Ben Simmons the following season. Like, it was almost as if they were like, okay, this is for the future, but – we we think we still have enough pieces, you know. And this is this is before Kyrie was even cleared, right? It was Kyrie it was still for wasn't cleared future. to play home games, right? Well, yeah, but at the right. same time, it's like, why wouldn't you go for it this year? Like, I didn't understand the deal where you can, let's say, for example, you were to trade with the Sacramento Sacramento Kings, right? You could have got some shooting in the mix, you know, Buddy Heald, made a couple other pieces as well. Maybe not Halliburton. Maybe that's not the deal. You know, the same one that they made with 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 Indiana. But I just feel like there was another option out there, you know, to really help these guys, to help guys like Kyrie and, and, and Durant. You surround them with shooters. And I just didn't see the sense in bringing in someone like Ben Simmons. Like, I, I get 
if you're talking about the Simmons that we saw last year, but we don't know if that guy still exists as a player. We really don't. And I don't think it's, I think it's beyond health at this point, or at least physical. You know, I think it's a mental thing. And I just didn't see putting him in, in the mix of, uh, you know, a, a, a team like the Brooklyn Nets next to Duran and Kyrie, where, of course, yeah, they don't need him to score necessarily like, like they would have expected from James Harden. But if he's not all the way there mentally, he's in a really tough spot and trying to catch up. I just didn't see that happening, you know, this season. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, going going back to, to James Harden, and, and I, I, he was going to leave and you were going to get nothing if you're broke. Right. And you and the worst case scenario, which is what you have now, is that you get Ben Simmons, who is essentially going to help you next year, not this year. Um, I agree with you on the Sacramento stuff. I, I just thought when Sacramento made it clear that they were in business to, to break off parts of that team, that's the team I was going for. I, Halliburton was, yeah. is the guy um, that I would have absolutely tried yeah. my damnest to get. I was on uh, that train. You put him on this team, and this I don't think this is a 3-0 series. Um, I, it could oh, easily no. be easily be 2-1 or 3-0 the other way. Uh, I think yeah. he's that good, that impactful. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, they, yeah. they did what too many teams, I think, tend to do, and that's they go for star power as opposed to substance. Uh, and, and they're paying a the price for that. So kudos to the Celtics. Because the Celtics, I mean, have a better team. It's not even close. I mean, even without the 3-0 standing, Boston from top to bottom is a better team. Uh, and that's Steve why Nash, I, does Steve Nash even make it to game four? <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. I, I really hope that Steve, I really hope he's around for game four. Don't get your I, odd really, I really want him to be there for they game four. They should fire Nash and let Kyrie coach and, and, and start Ben in game four. Well, it would save him some money because Kyrie's coaching the team now anyway, so it doesn't really yep. matter. Uh, yeah, there, there, there were multiple moments in this game where Steve Nash is trying to call something and Kyrie's like, nah, I'm good. Thanks, coach. It's on right. no, we're not. We're not doing it. Yeah. yeah, we're not no, doing we that. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, he's like, it's, and then Steve, Nash is like, "Oh, okay, all right, cool." Yeah, exactly. Because Nash, Nash knows that he's there because of, of Kyrie. I mean, it's it's just a bad situation for Nash. But but the thing I I, I point to with Steve Nash is, is he screwed up when all those games that Kyrie missed were opportunities for him to establish his coaching style, him to implement whatever it is that his imprint on the game would be, and he didn't. He just basically kind yeah, of just bided time and hope, you know, Kyrie come back for those those road games. <laughs> and that was a huge mistake uh, because now he doesn't have he, – he's just he's just there. He's I got a question. There. I got a question for Sherrod and Joe Sway. What, what was the vibe in the in the arena tonight? What was the scene? Were there a lot of Celtic fans? Were there a lot of, any Nets fans? It was, it was weird. Like, um, yeah. like when Rob Williams checked into the game, you could feel a surge from the crowd mm-hmm. just should not happen when you're on the road. And when he left right. the game, and when he left the game, there was a similar like surge. <laughs> yeah. It, it felt it people, wasn't, people were on their feet rod. Celtics fans yeah. obviously, but yeah. I thought it was funny because you look it was just like you see like a it was like a bar you know, the people who were standing were obviously Celtics fans, the ones that weren't, but there were loud enough, the applause were loud enough that did you guys pick it up on TV? Like it sounded loud enough in here that you could you could feel it. You could feel things about to change a bit. Yeah. The energy was about to shift. You could feel <laughs> and I felt like when he first checked out, the same, not the, not as strong, but you sort of heard those applauses as well on his way out. Yeah, and, even, and I wouldn't call it fifty-fifty, but it was it was a good chunk of. I would say, yeah, I would it will, say it, was, it will be for next Brooklyn. game. Yeah, you think it was fifty-fifty, Sharon? It might have been. I, I was, I say, it was sixty-forty Brooklyn. I think it was I think a little bit more. I think next game, but the Brooklyn fans are going to be opting out of those tickets. 
man, they was talking a lot of shit when I was heading heading down for uh, yeah. They're, Press they're gonna be man. they're gonna fun. be selling those game four tickets to any Celtics yeah. fan out there willing to take them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was weird because even there were moments where they would have like the Brooklyn chant, like Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and then it was followed yeah. by Boston, Boston. It mixed in there, and it was just like it was weird um, yeah, to yeah. just have that happen in a game like this. So. Yeah, so they're gonna see. They didn't like get a win. That's what it was. Brooklyn um, win. So I mean, at this point, you know, I don't think there's a person out there who thinks <laughs> Nets can steal one, and if they do, I don't think it matters. Um, but <laughs> ain't gonna steal four. Yeah, you're not gonna steal four at this point. But you really do want to lock it up here if you can. Um, I'm gonna. I'll quibble with one thing. Uh, why do you? I thought for sure. I thought Rob was going to play 20 minutes, what Ime had said. And when he only played seven in the first half, I thought for sure they were going to come out with that starting unit um, in the second quarter, in the third quarter, and then bring them back later and maybe go six minutes and six minutes, and that would be his 20. Um, and it didn't happen. I was a little bummed about it because we never got to see the – we never saw the starting five once tonight. You know what? You know what? I, I, I'm cool with what Ime did, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Ime has figured out that I don't need to empty my really quality bullets on this team. I can mm. go with the stuff that is okay for us, but not our best stuff. I it, to me, it's, it's like a pitcher that has like a 98, 99 mile an hour fastball, but you know you can strike these SOBs out with your 87, 88, 89 mile an hour pitch. Yeah. Why you don't would, need to send the heat. Yeah. Why would you send your heat when you don't need to get them out with your heat? That's to me. I just want to see them again. Because I, I mean. We'll see yeah, them we know round, why, we'll see yeah. them. We know we know Rob's your boy. We get it. <laughs> no, I wanted to see but the starting lineup you badly. Feel, yeah. You gotta feel encouraged about what you saw. No? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was a little out of sync on offense a bit, but I mean defensively, I felt like he was there. You know, uh, at least he was bouncy, you know, the alley oop and the the, the, the two blocks, you know. On he, Andre Drummond, pres- man, that was vicious. Yeah, the, the one on Drummond at the rim was like that that's Rob. And he had Smashed a couple it. of he had a couple of low-key plays that were that kind of I, I thought said, kind of symbolized right what he does. Like you know, Rob switched out at one point on a player. I think it was KD, and KD made a pass, and it led to a turnover, and that led to a layup the other end. And even though Rob doesn't statistically get any credit for that, the, his ability to switch and not get beat forced the turnover, which led to a bucket. It's yeah. little things like that that he brings to the table. That again, that that's why the, that's why they have the best defense in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, you could see him. He was lurking, and they know he's there. Uh, yeah. It makes a difference, you know. He's, you know. Yeah, it does. So, um, so it does make a difference, huh, John? It does make a difference, Steve Nash. It does indeed. He's just, he's uh, just long. He's just long. <laughs> so, yeah. what happens if Ben Simmons returns and the Nets win four? Will Bobby change his mind about Simmons? No. <laughs> no. No. Would he? Would he do it? No, I don't think he will. No, you don't no. think he'd do the Bobby 180? He might do the Bobby 180. Bobby, no. Bobby's gonna take a, a very long victory lap on, on that one, so we'll, we'll have to probably let him have that. But I'm done talking about Ben Simmons. Not I'm done talking about a guy who just refuses to play basketball. I don't think he's. I don't think so. I'll, let's predictions. Does he play game four? I say no. I say no. no based on what I saw tonight, no. He just wants to dress up. He wants to play dress. Yeah, up I'm saying no. And, and be in Yo, here. That- Listen, that, that outfit that he had on today was so, so clownish. Okay. I mean, it, it was like it was like the biggest clown outfit he's has worn. And again, I, I thought he was, he was going to the fish show down the road. That's, he looked like the Joker. He looked yeah. like the Joker out there. He looks like. I, mean, uh, I said. I said a jester. Like a jester. Joker. Is better. Where is the Joker? 
Yeah. Which is it's kind of ironic because his his whole time in in Brooklyn has been a joke. Uh, so for him to look like the Joker today was kind of appropriate. Um, I, I like most of his of, of his looks. I mean, I, he definitely takes some chances, but tonight was just a bad. This was a bad decision. This was a this was like you know <laughs> trying to throw that lob to like your five foot eleven inch point guard. You're probably not going to get there. It's probably going to be a turnover. You don't do that. Man, yeah, it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good, and everyone could tell. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, the way Steve Nash was talking before this game, it was it's almost as if he's been dangling this. You know, yeah, he may play, may not, but like he knows. You know, like it's good yeah. chance he's not going to play. You know, he's he he wasn't in the mix with the main guys. You know, he wasn't in the mix out here. He didn't even do his dribbling thing before this one. I don't know if you saw Sharab, but I didn't see him. I didn't you see know? him. No, I didn't see it. The last couple, the last game one, games one and two, he was out here, not taking any shots, but you know, getting his dribbling exercises in, and I didn't see it today. Hey, I got a question for you guys. And I have my answer, but I'm going to ask you guys anyways. Who is the player of the series for the Boston Celtics so far? Player of the series? Yeah. Tatum. I have my answer. Tatum. Yeah, you got to go Tatum. I think Tatum. Especially after this game, man. This I'm going Jalen Brown. Day. I'm going Jalen Brown. No, bridesmaid. Bridesmaid. As your camera unfocuses right when you say that. I know. I don't know why it's doing that. I, I, it's James. Sorry. I guess. Who does, Bra- who does Jalen Brown play for? I'm giving Jalen. Have you guys Brown not right? mentioned Jalen? Oh, come on! Oh no, we did. did. We did. We talked Jaylen about Brown. his runs. The fourth quarter. Yeah, the big. Fourth we talked quarter. about that. That was the game right there. We said like, because that's that. the type of run when uh, <laughs> Brooklyn goes on it with uh, with Damn. friggin' what's his name hitting those Blake threes. Griffin. That, yeah, Griffin, and the Back. Celtics just answered it. Yeah. Um, Jalen's so, eyes got so big when he saw that Blake Griffin was out there trying to guard him. My he's goodness. like, oh, we're doing this? Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I felt the ball boy. Like, come on, come out I here. felt the ball boy was gonna have to go out there in the middle of the play to wipe up the drool off Jalen's chin when he saw that Blake Griffin was trying to guard him. It was bad, bad. Yeah. I give Blake. If you're gonna Griffin do the Blake thing, why not do it? Jalen Jalen Brown, I think, has been. You know, we talk about inconsistency sometimes with Jalen, but he's been pretty con- damn consistent this series. And tonight, he saved them in that fourth quarter. I, I mean, I'm yeah. not saying that they were about to lose the game, but he was the guy. He was no bridesmaid tonight in the fourth quarter. He was the he was the bride or he was the man, whatever word you want to use. Like he was the guy that they were all looking at. The bride. You know, like, you know, yeah, you know. Like, he's married to the game. You know, that's what I'm going to say about Jalen Brown, like this series. So I'm giving him his due. I think sometimes he gets overlooked. And Sherrod, we talked about it after game two. And we said after game one that we didn't give him enough props, which I think is true. So My now fa- three, three games straight now, he's had a huge, huge effect um, on three wins. And this is a player that was not in the playoffs last year. And we know right. how that ended. I mean, they were right. they were dead before they even started that series. But right. having Jalen Brown, you know, ha- healthy and playing the basically, I would say, the best basketball of his career, I would say even going into the playoffs, into the playoffs, like that's the difference. You know, that's a huge difference. It, it is. Yeah. And, and Jimmy, my favorite play for Jalen out of all the big plays he made was after he basically bust Blake Griffin's ass for like two, three straight buckets. He dribble drives. <laughs> he kicks it to Jason to Tatum in the corner for the three. Yeah, in the I'm corner for like, the three. Yeah. That's yeah, that's a play yeah. that I don't think Jalen would have made a year ago. He would have continued no. to look to get yeah. his buckets rather than take yeah. advantage of the mm-hmm. wide open guy who's, who was killing him before he was killing him. That's that's growth, man. That that's what but you, you know, want to see. 
you know you know why though the way i looked at it it was like okay you know what tatum at, at that point right right, well, right before that like a few plays before that a few minutes before that i feel like tatum was kind of like he needed to settle down a bit actually you know what john you tweeted something out being like yo tatum chill or something like yeah. that because it seemed like he was trying to do too he was, much he was a little bit getting ahead of himself but it ended up working right. so that was fine but he, he had that like, sequence with the yeah. hero ball three with Kyrie with yep. uh Following it up with Durant, like he was trying to, like he wanted to send like five daggers to send him messing something up, and then and then the reaching foul late. He was just trying to do it all himself. Like I think in general, the Celtics all went for too many kill shots, and they didn't need to, you know. Um, But especially because it was so early in the fourth, you know, when in in the third and the fourth, they kept going for kill shots, and they could have just slowed it down and played their game. But yeah, go ahead. So I I feel like Jalen, who I don't think four or five months ago would have done this. He oh, no. took matters into his own hands. But at the same time, he was like, well, wait a minute. I don't want you to cool off, young fella. Hold on. Let me pump your brakes a bit. You know, I got it from here, but I'm going to find you in that corner when, when, you, when you're when you ready for it. You know, when I see yeah. you. That's exactly well, what he did. I don't think also, he does that four months ago. It, it also came a time where Tatum was um, slipping a little. He'd missed right. a bunch of threes in a row. He was forcing the issue a little bit offensively. Um, yeah. He tried to go to the hole and got tied up by uh, by Griffin that one time. <laughs> that little stretch, Tatum was a little bit kind of out in front of his skis, I thought. And that's why I was talking about, like, dude, chill, chill. Yeah, yeah. Brown, that's, when he, that's when that was happening, yeah. Brown took it on himself, said, I'm just going to – just give me the ball. I'm just going to go. And he did. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that he can do that nobody else can really do is just go and finish strong and hard. Uh, and get those easy buckets when they were just they were launching too many threes and they were starting to come out crooked too. You could see, you know, Tice, Grant, they just weren't they weren't making them. They kept driving and kicking and driving and kicking and nothing was going in. And then Brown was like, no, 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 let's just go. And once that happened, then, you know, Tatum started doing it. Then they got more buckets in transition and then they just ran them out of the gym in the fourth quarter there. So, yeah, Jalen triggered that whole fourth quarter uh, run for the Celtics. He was huge. It was like Blake was trying to, like, turn back the clock, like, on defense. Like, look, I still got that. You know, I got this athleticism. You know, I could play a little no, defense here. And then Jalen just shut that down. Like, that's little, like, defense, you know? little defense, the operative word, just way little. Yeah, that's like when Sherrod and I play basketball, and we remember that the 20 20 year old version of ourselves used to be able to go to that spot exactly in my brain. I can do it, but when I go to move my body, it doesn't go there. No, the knees are like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, you have to come to that realization in the first half. You got to roll that dice in the first half, you don't throw them in there in the third. Like, I just thought it was. It was just sloppy from Steve. Well, it was Dad. desperate. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was desperate. It worked. It was like it he worked. was running out of ideas. It worked. We, you know, well, someone asked him before the game, what well, during shoot-around, are you, do you plan to even switch the rotation at all? He's like, no, no, not at all. And this doesn't really, you know, go underneath the, the – he switched the rotation because he threw Blake Griffin in that third quarter. But I just thought that, why not? You know, the, the way the first quarter was going, second quarter, like you would think he would try to something new, and he put Blake in there in the second half. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, other little nuggets, you know, it was interesting because we talk about, like, you know, countering what the Nets were doing. You know, you got perform- – Bruce Brown is, you know, playing well. You're getting you're getting contributions out of Claxton. Another that career effect. high from, from yeah, Brown. Yeah, you're getting yeah. contributions out of Claxton. I actually – I I really do like Brown. I think he's going to be he, – Oh, yeah. He'd be great here. He'd be a great fit oh. here. I know he's a free agent. Uh, but anyway, you know, come on home. Come back to Boston. Come on back. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, the Celtics countered. You got great first halves from Pritchard and Grant, you know, kind of going punch for punch there uh, while the Stars were kind of still getting their feet wet a little bit. Um, so that was huge, you know, uh, from from those Definitely. guys. Uh, Pritchard, Pritchard's hitting 
The Yo, Pritchard he, stuff is nasty. Listen, you know, the ankles, the ankles, <laughs> the ankles are still swollen on a couple of Nets players. That, yeah. That I mean, yeah. wow. I didn't think he had that in his bag. I didn't think he had that in his bag. That was impressive. I love that. That's that that's impressive. 91 points at the Y right there. That's where you <laughs> that's where you hone those skills. Um, <laughs> For real. Yeah, and then you have Derek that's White, why who doesn't buckets in a hurry. Derek White doesn't play anymore, apparently. John, we don't talk about that. Fourteen. Come on, minutes. he had the football. He had the football pass. Yeah, the football pass. Going. Thank you, Josue. He had the football. And he had a great. He had a great. He was on the boards. That pass was worth the first round pick by itself. Everything else is just crazy. <laughs> they shrink, nice they're really, they're nice really, pass. really, really shrinking that bench in the uh, third quarter. Uh, I mean, in the second half, uh, Tice also kind of went away a little bit. Uh, heavy, heavy Grant minutes in that we're, second half as we're well. Gonna see, we're going to see Tice kind of, kind of fall back, fade to back, shadows, yep. which is okay. Because Rob, yes, he should. Yeah, yep. he's he's done his job. He's done his job in this series. Now it's time to get yeah. Rob back, back into the flow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. He he has done his job. Serviceable. Rob came Thank back. Thank you for your service. Now have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> Rob came back a little sooner than yeah. we thought. Everything is good here. Uh, again, we're going to. That's huge. We're... I mean, that's huge for the second round, whoever it is. I mean, if, if it is the Bucks, I mean, they're obviously a bigger team with. Um, yeah, you know, with and, and no uh, Middleton though, no Middleton for at least part yeah. of that series. Lopez though, Chicago I mean, they get some bangers down there. Side now. Yeah. Uh, listen, you, middle, the Middleton loss is is massive, massive, is. massive. Because we he's know he's, a, he's, a he's a Celtic killer. He's a Celtic. Thank yeah. you. He's a Celtic I love Chris Middleton though. I I I love watching him play though, because um, every player who was slow footed. He gives you hope that you can play in the NBA because Chris is no <laughs> none at all. But damn it, he can shoot. He can make plays. So, anyway, he's probably Wally Zerbiak's yeah. favorite. Uh, they Bucks gotta get Bulls. past Chicago first. They got a big Bucks one. Bulls is still two one, right? It's two one yeah, Bucks. It yeah. Tomorrow's game four, and that's a huge. You know that that's that's a massive if, game. Four. If the if the Philly series was on the Celtics schedule and Philly was only up two nothing when Embiid got hurt and not three. They'd be in deep trouble right now because um, Embiid might might be effed up for the rest of the year um, yep. here. Well, that's massive. Um, that's bad. A lot today, tonight. It feels like know, everything's breaking for the Celtics, man. It like, is not that it's like a guarantee, but like right, Sherrod, feels like everything's breaking for them. Like, knock on wood. The basketball gods, the basketball the gods were like, really. the basketball gods were like, oh, you didn't see. They didn't try exactly. to skip out on Brooklyn. Now look at them. You know what I mean? Like they're getting blessed. Yeah. Right now, I I hate guys. that. Like, I don't buy it. <laughs> John, John's not take. I don't buy that at all. But it doesn't matter. You're right, though. You never know. You mean you don't? You mean this organization wasn't paying for trading Isaiah for all those? I years? mean, there are. You no. know, I don't. I don't subscribe to that. If you want to talk, to that. You want to yeah, talk about karma, what's going to happen is Toronto's going to advance to the conference finals, and the Celtics are going to have a problem. Um, so you want to talk about basketball that's, gods? That could happen too. Want to talk about basketball too. gods? Let's not go there, okay? <laughs> down what three one three one yeah, right three one now so yeah. it's gonna be yeah, but hard, John, but... there's a difference between taking and you know winning to that spot you know what i mean so the right, as nick made, nurse said they may be conflicted right now as nick nurse you know, said something's been they didn't take to that happen, spot to to face the nets three one has happened so they now have a chance and yeah. and you and you're looking you're, they're playing the coach who has lost more three one series leads than anyone in nba history 
Chirac, mm. come on. That that's assault, brother. That's assault right there. You didn't have to go there with our I'm guy. I'm just dog. saying, Jimmy. I love dogs. But it's, our guy dog. but it's but it's true. It's true, it's true Jimmy. <laughs> it may be Jimmy, true. I'm, I'm glad that you there. love me, Jimmy. I'm glad that you love me, but Jimmy, it's true, Jimmy. It's Jimmy, true. it's true, Jimmy. That's Jimmy is right. right. He's right. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Doc, though. I don't start making fun of him, but... No, you can't. No, no, you don't get that. You don't get to see that, man. You don't get to see that. I love Doc. You don't get to see that now. He's a tiff winning his coach in NBA history, but he's lost a lot of 3-1 series leads. Yeah, it's kind of his... Don't lose the 3-0, Sherrod. That's like one of one. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, what do you got out of postgame there? We're going to wrap after our postgame report. What do you got? What JT said. Jalen, Jason talked, and I'm just astounded at the maturity. Not a, specifically of those two. I love Bobby. The maturation, right? What, I mean, yes, Bobby, that's... but are just like specifically Bobby? Like, what what jumps out to you about that maturity that you're talking about? He's astounded, Gerard. I th- I think Jalen's <laughs> message and his consistent messages. These have been consistent things he's talked about of, of just focusing on themselves. Mm-hmm. Like he has put the Kyrie stuff to the side, everything going on that Durant's talking about and the Nets and the allure of that team and everything else. For a while, they've just been focused on themselves. And that seems to be something that stemmed from not only Ime, but Jalen making right. the right mm-hmm. play, play by play. And then even just Tatum talking about his defense and I know Josue was asking Ime about this too, um, but the ability to play both ends of the floor and elite level like he wow. has. Coming into this year, I remember asking Ime, like, all right, is there such a load on Tatum offensively that it's tough to play defense? And Ime was just kind of like, nope, you play both ends of the floor. And I kind of <laughs> questioned that, but even he has started to grasp, yes, you can do it at an elite level on both ends of the floor. And that is what it takes if you're going to reach the special right. That's the like, best thing. I think Brown and Tatum have just talking about leadership, all the little things that they have to do. Jalen said, oh, we've had to pull guys aside. We've embraced this. We got challenged to be leaders, and we've had to find creative ways to do it. I These know. are things they kind of balked well, at, John, for a while. It, I know. That's yeah. what's so amazing about it. And I'm not – it's just – at the beginning of the year, the whole captain thing and just the way those first 40 something games oh went. Oh my God, John, stop. Don't bring but, up the game. Don't what I'm saying is, everything was like, oh no, they don't get it. You know, they got the coach to come in here and make them play and coach them hard, and they're not doing it. Like, they're not doing, they're not playing defense. They're not moving the ball. They're not doing any of those things. They're, 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 they're tanking leads. It was so bad. And like that, you know, I, I'll still never understand, you know, how that happened, you know. And again, success kind of breeds that a little bit. You know, you, you buy in a little bit. They started to get a taste of it, you know, that kind of run up to the trade deadline where they Or did failure breed it? Because they went, yeah. let's call it. 80 games or so of 500 basketball. 130 collapsed. games. 130 yeah. games. So they, or, it was about, it was 72 plus 40. It was about plus 45. Yeah. 120. I mean, and plus the playoff series It's about 130 games where they played below 500 basketball. Yeah. And not only, not only a ton of losses, but devastating losses one after another. And it goes back point, to the bubble. It goes back to yeah. bubble heat, you know? At some point, did it just break them? New York, January 8th, did they just say, man, we got to change if, if we want this to stop happening? Because, again, 
That yeah. week, it happened one after another after another. Spurs, Knicks. It's always New York. It's like when the 86 yeah. Celtics gave up beer, you know? It happened at Madison Square Garden. You know, like, we can't do this anymore. That, that was, was such turnaround. a moment. RJ over Tatum off the glass, 25-point collapse. It was like, wow, like, it can get lower. And it's going to get lower if we don't do something here. And, you know, they had a few little moments after that, but you just slowly started to see the improvement. And I remember saying around then, like, all right, this season's lost, but if they start to take the steps and if they start to develop the habits here, it'll be a good year. And instead, it just flowed. Their talent was high enough that just buying into those things, the little things, Brown talked about it tonight, boxing out, uh, you know, little things like that, it all hard closeouts, it all just developed into – a unstoppable force of a team and it it showed how high their talent was we understated it like are they are they good enough do they need more help no the two stars were good enough they just needed to play up to their abilities and i love tatum too tonight a couple of questions about like oh do you think you've surpassed the rant oh the mvp chance and he's just like i'm not thinking any of that yeah i'm just thinking about the winning each game and you know making all the plays as long as i make else. all nba yeah, there was a time when that was kind of a fixation for him. And yeah. now you see yeah, him answering those year. different. Yeah. Bobby, <laughs> last would year. Say, would you say that, would you say, Imagine Bobby, that, that um, this is the greatest basketball team of all time? <laughs> so we, we, we didn't Stop talk. A, He's answering it. He's thinking actually. about it seriously. He's like, hold on. We didn't. I, we didn't I hate talk. you, Jimmy. I hate you, Jimmy. I hate you. How much? How much did you guys talk about Rob? Um, not enough, to be honest. Just a little. So that's got? that's the swing factor there. I he, he looked he looked he looked yeah. I mean he looked fine here, and it was still a ginormous plus. I mean what was this plus minus in the end? The first five, half run five, they built five. a they built a double digit lead in the first half run. The it was second pl- half it was run didn't five. go as well, but. <clears throat> His impact was immediate. How do you think he looked out there? You were there in person. (laughs) He looks like Rob. He really does. Throwing down a lob, making the rotations defensively. He got inside on Bruce Brown once on a, you know, one of those short roll attempts by Brown. This is the play where Blake kind of dropped the ball and Brown ran it back for a dunk. That was Rob, in my opinion, filling the lane and being an intimidating presence in there against Brown. Now, offensively, I think it's going to take a little while because timing – and verticality and those sort of things are what get him buckets. And that's all off right now just from being out for so long. But in terms of just being a presence and a defensive force, I thought he was right back to who he was. I just, yeah. Um, it's it's know, limited, John. It's all, a very All small... you wanted to see was him play and not look scared and mm-hmm. be able to move. Be, everything else is gravy. You're building towards something bigger. So. You be a Sunday? No, you can. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Give me those. Give me those digits. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Joe what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll see you later. Where are you going? Y'all have no idea about Joe Sway's game, y'all. I'm, I'm just, and I'm, and I'm gonna just leave it right there. Yo, I'm wait. a witness, by the way. No, no, just leave it right Joe Sway, you really don't want me to do that, Joe Sway. Where's the Joe Sway oh. banner? Yo, can we get? Can you just pan, Joe? Can you just pan that camera to like your left or yeah, your left a little bit? I thought I muted myself, but I guess I no, no. Hey, all right, yeah. (laughs) Sharad's not that far far from me either. I got a bunch of girls. Like, hey, ladies, just keep it down. Show's almost over. I got the same thing going on over here. 
and like girls, he means like I had like Alex like yeah. percent so I, I got back, I got here just in time, and then yeah. like all right, and, and the show, and the show, Joe Slade seven guys, seven guys, he was in a flat no. with those are those, <laughs> no. are those are Jimmy's girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> so Rob looked good. I'm still story of the game. Story of everything for me is the uh, the absolute destruction of the Nets and watching KD and I mean barring you know game one with Irving, but watching uh, Kyrie and KD absolutely shit the bed um, on a, on 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 such a big stage here is, is so surprising and so interesting they might get blown uh, out john in game four like they might bail out we don't want to go to boston We're if done. the shots don't fall the early they're done yeah. you know they're done i, I nothing out. about this yeah, net team that tells me they're gonna they're gonna fight for a and you know what yeah. do you guys think there's any chance simmons plays they should just play simmons no, no. yeah <laughs> It would Simmons, be a punishment. No. It would honestly be a punishment for Simmons. If Simmons Durant, Durant should sit in a clown suit and let Simmons play forty minutes tomorrow on 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 Monday. Yeah, I mean that's not what that's not what happened. <laughs> oh, you yeah. said Durant oh, should. Okay, if he Durant. doesn't, Durant should. All right. I wonder if Simmons. I mean, is he even suited up for this team next year? I don't know what. This, I, I don't even want to talk about Simmons. I, I don't. I want to. I don't want to waste any more breath. Oh yeah, you said that like a half hour ago too. I don't want to. I'm done talking. About about I'm done. Team. I'm done talking about it. We've right, wasted so a year. This probably ends on Monday. We'll be back here, and then we'll have a little break. Um, you know, after that. Um, so again, thanks for joining us. Uh, we dug it. Uh, we're back in two days. There's no more three days off here uh, for that game, and that might be it. Might be a little break after that. So. Um, Man, anybody, pre- anybody, pre- anybody predicting this series comes back to Boston? No, it's over. It's um, over. It's I, over. I, mean, I, I feel like it would be foolish to, based on what we've seen. I mean, originally, I thought this was gonna. I mean, hand up, I thought this was gonna be a, a series. I mean, I'm yeah. the first to admit it. We all did. Now, now that it, no, no, I mean, I feel, like, I feel like Bobby and Sherrod, like they called it a little bit more for the Celtics, which credit to you guys. I think Bobby I, I, was supremely confident, but also picked the Celtics in seven, which is insane. No, you know? six. Okay, I was like, "There's yeah, no Bobby way the Celtics." We all, I, I collected the picks. I have always Sherrod was six. I was six, but I think we were all six. We were all. Six. I was seven. We all was six. Oh, and Jimmy went seven. Five. Yeah, I thought Sherrod. So again, was five. that's what I, I. I wanted to go five, but you guys convinced me to go six. I really John didn't was, want to go six, though. John was Celtics in seven. Pure pressure. Only if this and six, that. Six, six. I said six. And, Oh, I see, don't you hate when that happens, Sherrod? It was pure you, you also you got had, trusted like, gut. You also had Nets up two to one. And then Rob higher. coming back, and then I was trying to be dramatic. Then Rob <laughs> comes back, and then they take <laughs> off and they win the next three. That would have been fun. Good you poetry. You did too much. You did too much. You did too you much. You were a little scared, John. But, the people enjoyed but, it. But John, but John did call Rob. We'll be back. <laughs> he did call that before anyone <laughs> called that. <laughs> the people enjoyed it. Okay, they like it. Whether they whether they know it or not, they like it. That's okay? what I was, I was telling Bobby today. He was like, "Man, I think." I think John was the only one that was like legitimately thinking like the, the Nets. Could. I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's good. It's good for the show. You know, what we, the people like. we can't all say Celtics, right? <laughs> oh, you know, John. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, no, though, I they mean, were nothing to be scared of. And but the, viewers probably probably did. Hate, the viewers love to hate. Do John. you think Toronto or, or Chicago was anything, anyone to be scared of? The first two I games, think the Raptors would have been tougher. I don't. I still think I, – I think they walk over Then a sweep – you don't think they would have – so they would have had a sweep. I would have predicted too. four – look, I thought this series would go a little longer. I would Maybe. have predicted four or five for Toronto or Chicago. I would have predicted six for Toronto and six for Chicago. Same thing. 
Really? Yeah, I, I, I uh, thought they would have like, walked away. No, they they would have swept Chicago. Everyone here thinks thought. I didn't make a prediction. I wrote it. They're words. You, you Sometimes you put them on paper or type them. And <laughs> it, it took went you on a our while. Website. John, was, John made a pre- uh, prediction. It came with like a whole insurance plan. And like, if this happens, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really like, but he I, made the right move, Jimmy. He did. It worked out it, for him. It, it was it a was thousand perfect. words, and nobody got to the end of it. Nobody read the thing long enough to get to his prediction, but he did pick Celtics in seven. He I was think. so six. ready to six. pick the Nets. Right, it was six. It was but perfect. He did, he did get smart at the end. It was perfect. It was perfect. But no, what, you know what we did? We underrated the Celtics. I don't think any of us expected them to play as well as they've done here because they have absolutely – just smashed it out of the ballpark. They've been amazing, especially on defense. How sharp and prepared were they from the instant? But here's why, Bobby, and I'll stand by this. I believe that when Rob went out, the Celtics were in prove-it mode again, which is prove you can go in the playoffs against playoff-caliber teams and with this unit shorthanded and important minutes from guys like Grant and Pritchard, starting minutes from guys like Tice – prove that you're that much better than everybody else. The same team that was dominating people down the stretch. Prove that you don't need everybody there. Prove that the stuff that's plagued you, uh, you know, last season in the playoffs, early part of this season is gone. And you want to see it. You know, I don't think that that's unrealistic, you know, because also you thought Rob might have been out for an entire series. So the whole point was survive until you're whole. You know, I don't think any one of us was picking against the Celtics against any team in any round. If, if there is no Rob injury down the stretch there, the way that they were stomping people, we were all on that train at that point. It was finals or bust. So this reset things a little bit. We saw a couple of games where you were, okay, that was a good team, and they didn't stand up to it. That wasn't great. How's that going to be in the playoffs? That's all That's all that was. I don't think that's unrealistic. It's not not having faith in them. It's you got to see it. You, they they got to gotta be able to do it without their big guy. Yeah, and they did. It's not crazy. Every other team's losing players, and granted, players that are more important, you know, than Rob, just in terms of you know their production. But like, anytime somebody else loses somebody, we're like, oh, they're screwed. But when Rob went out, everyone's like, they're fine. I don't understand that. When other teams lose guys, everyone's like, they should be an easy out in the second round. Now, I think people were just hopeful that he wasn't going to be out for like long enough where they couldn't get by. And they started smashing teams, Jimmy. I know it was the Bulls and the Wizards, but they were looking like themselves pretty early on after the injury. Yeah, but to Jimmy's point, though, I think people were sort of reluctant because they're, I mean, not reluctant, but I guess they were sort of going into the series hoping. They were saying that, but they were also hoping that if there was a game six or seven, that Rob would be in the mix. Like, that was was everyone's, like, hope. Like, okay, maybe this team can hold their own against the the Brooklyn Nets without him. But when push comes to shove, Make sure he's in the series for game six. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was sort of like the window or at least the, the target sort of. Maybe game five, game six, but I don't think people anticipated this, you know, for him to come back in game three and for the series to be what it is now. And that's Celtics up 3-0. I'll say this. If you <laughs> just listen to John talk about Rob's injury, you would have just hit you would have just hid under a blanket and you would not have come out for like two months. You wouldn't be watching this series. You would have just assumed that Rob Williams' career was over and that the Celtics um, as a franchise were done. Is that accurate, John? It was literally the worst thing to happen. And and, and it, it was, was it was scary. So I'm correct. If we just listen First to off, you. let's walk through the whole arc of Rob if you want to go through it. Rob Williams got 
Rob Williams gets hurt. And I'm like, like, I'm good. I'm like, oh man. I was like, I hope he's like, and everyone's like, he's fine. He walked off. He'll be back next game. And I was like, I don't know, guys. I don't know if he's fine. That is accurate. We, you, you oh, okay, were, and everyone's like, were dude, he'll that. be fine. He's going to play next game. Ugh. So give me a break. <laughs> he had a freaking corn meniscus and surgery. Okay? That is a, a, a big deal. Could have been a season. Okay? Could have been the end of the year. season, guys. So come on. You know? Can I? That, um... was, the, that was the appropriate reaction. Let me uh yeah, because, because they were they were a wagon and they were just going down that they were barreling down the tracks and this could have derailed it. That's anybody all. anybody who listened yeah. to Dr. Jim got the got the proper <laughs> diagnosis. Dr. They Jim got the, they got the proper um timetable for return right on target. If go back to Dr. Jim's tweets, and if anyone's um looking for their own diagnosis or prognosis, just hit me up, my DMs are open. Yeah. <laughs> so I was <laughs> I am pro leg injuries. Back to there. All the I think uh, I think Sherrod and I were co captains. I'm pro. I'm, I'm pro clean break. Yeah. I I just want to throw this out there as a teaser for round two because you know we're not looking ahead yet, but I do want to tease this because Sherrod and I were the captains of the "Don't Be Scared of the Nets" ship. You were. I'm scared of the Bucks. Without I'm Middleton. Not. I'm, I'm not scared of the Bucks. I'm 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 respectful of the Bucks because they're a good team. And if you're going to be a great team, you gotta be good teams along the way. So I'm respectful of them, but I'm not afraid of them. You shouldn't be afraid of them. <laughs> they have a guy. The Bucks bore me to death. I'm only scared of falling asleep during that series. That's my only concern. There's a, a guy. <laughs> nah, doesn't do it for me. We'll see. You talk about respect, Sherrod. There might be no one I respect more than Giannis. That yeah. guy is – you're going to have to kill him to end this series or, like, practically do that because no. he is just never going to stop. He's never going to stop. The engine is just at a million at all times, and you aren't going to be done with any game until that clock hits zero. That's the kind of engine this guy has, and that's the Celtics drive. And... The Bucks. Yeah, but, well, but Bobby, but I think that's, big... that's exactly – I think they match up decent. I was just going to say, Celtics match up well, but I it's going to be hard. That's one of the biggest oh, – And it why. should be. It should be hard at this point. Right, but that's exactly what this team is equipped for. And I think that's what Ime right. saw before. Bobby you know, Bag of Donuts before, putting out the hits. Yep. <laughs> a week before the a week before the end of the season, he's like, Look, we have that mentality. We have to continue this this mindset that we're not afraid of anybody and that we're gonna win until we get the best seed that we can get. And if that means facing off against the Nets and then facing off against the champs in the second round, then so be it because we'll have the confidence if we beat the Nets to go on and try to beat the Bucks, you know, beat the champs, you know. And, and I think Ime had all this calculated, you know, his scheming on Duran and knowing that the team could do it without Rob and knowing what that would mean to its identity. <laughs> I think all of that is relative. I really do. So, all yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, look, for me personally, Sixers, Miami, those teams scare me more than the Bucks. I don't know yeah. why. I just think that the, the depth, uh, the defense. Sixers uh, don't. Uh, Sixers don't. I mean, between the two. Miami, Miami makes more, me a little so nervous, I, though. I, I Miami's good. Sixers in there. <laughs> Look, but we yeah, said Miami. the East. We said the East is going to be a bloodbath. We thought I thought the net series would be tougher. I, I mean, didn't you might think not the, have to deal with but Philadelphia. The Bucks are yeah. tough. The Heat are tough. There's no question about it. So like the every heat, the Heat, the Heat and the shooting. It was. And by the way, before we go over this whole like I told you the Nets would be easy. Who thought after game one that this series was going to be easy? Still, 
Okay, this is like just a couple of days ago. Even after game really? one. <clears throat> anyway. I just don't everything I just, we said I, I about them, everything we thought we knew I about don't. them was true. I don't believe yeah. in them. I and I I have not wavered from that at all because I they again, don't play defense. We know that. All. That was never their calling card. Never. Yeah. And it, it derailed them. It derailed but them you know in the what, series. Though? They were not the overwhelming amount of points NBA of, flavors favorites because of their defense. But that's no, not. the amount of points that the Celtics it, were giving up though. I, I was a little worried, especially without Rob. I mean, look, even after game one, I was like, this thing could still be a six game series. But the Celtics, <laughs> you couldn't lose. Yeah, you couldn't lose game win. one. Yeah, you couldn't lose game one in that fashion. Then I would have been scared. Um, but they pulled it out, and it said a lot about how they did it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't want to get too far into Milwaukee. That, that was just my teaser. You know, that could have changed everything right. they lost. That right. could have. I agree. Little teaser. All right, guys. Uh, what we're going to wrap it. Wrap it. Wrap it up. I got nothing. We got nothing. We got nothing. On the game That's four. That's seven. <laughs> what you guys do? You guys swear something's going on? No. That's insane. Kind of like an, an abrupt ending. Yeah. yeah. No, we got to wrap it up because we'll just keep going. Okay. Um. Oh, all okay. right. Final yeah. thoughts. Who's got one? No. 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 We. We have. No, we're not doing final thoughts. Final thoughts. Good night. Thoughts. I have a game four. No. Last I, show, Jimmy did that like three times with the final thought. I have a button here, and I'm pressing it.